Welcome to the Hellraiser Podcast. Hello, welcome to episode 41 of the Hellraiser Podcast. I'm Peter and this is Phil. Hello. 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 We're doing another commentary today for the sixth Hellraiser film, Hellraiser Hellseeker. So get your DVDs all set up. We're using the uh, Dutch import today. Mm. (laughs) And are you ready? I didn't hear that. Are you ready? Yeah. Not you. Oh. Them. Yeah. Good. Ready to press play? (laughs) Here we go. Three, two, one, play. Right. Now we've got some weird little touch thing telling us you have to be 16 to watch it. With a weird eye sitting down. Oh, look, what's that? Phil's got in his hand. That's it. Opening the booze up. Join us in a booze. If you're... If you're of legal age (laughs) and you're not hideously ill. Yeah. Cheers, Phil. Chin, chin. Right, here we go. Dimension. Dimension logo. We're at the Dimension logo now. Go in. Mm. In case yours was different to us. You probably didn't have that uh, Dutch thing. (laughs) <laughs> it's very likely. There's no greater sorrow than to recall happiness in times of misery. Hmm. Well, exactly. That's what I've always said. This is nice. I quite like the beginning. Yeah. The credits. Spinny box. Spinny box. Nice music. It's very good, isn't it? This design. Oh, Ashley Lawrence. Second billing. She must be in it quite a lot. Ashley Lawrence. That's right. I'm really excited about seeing Ashley Lawrence in it. Hmm. I'm presuming she's going to be in it a lot. Yes. Uh, well, she must be dealt first, you know, second in the credits. She must be in it all the time, mm. I'm assuming. Um, and Doug Bradley as Pinhead. Hurrah. This is it. This is what we've always wanted, the Ashley <laughs> Lawrence-Doug Bradley rematch. So what do you think at the time? You'd be quite excited by this point. Yeah. And Gary Tunnicliffe? Yeah, music's good. I like the music. This music is very uh, funky. Two editors, interesting. Two editors, yeah. Um, I quite like this box, I must say. This particular box? (laughs) This whole (laughs) opening. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? And of course, this is directed by the same guy that did the next two films as well. Mm, Written by two... Yeah, I believe People. it was. There was one original script, wasn't there? And then the second one was rewritten to make it a bit more Hellraiser-y. So bleak car. It's Ashley Lawrence. Hooray! Oh, having fun. Oh, this couple. Oh, they're having a laugh. Not good when you're driving. No. To have a laugh. She seems nice. Hmm. Oh, she's not been laughing. Probably because her whole family got killed and taken away by demons. Yes. I would I would say that is. So we're going to watch this, and this is going to be obviously without the deleted scene, which we have seen on YouTube, which makes it make more sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the deleted scene between her and Pinhead, which talks about Frank and Julia and the actual things that happened in the first film. But in this version, it's sort of a bit confusing. Oh, no. That's um, it. Oh, gosh. They're crashing. Oh, dear. 
hope they're okay. And we're going to try and uh, not, um, you know, provide some sort of insight, aren't we, into this <laughs> movie? Yeah. But uh, of if you listen to our original review of this film, um, we we sort of found it a bit so-so, didn't we? Um, we did. Yeah, you know, we 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 said there were very interesting things going on in it, but some of it didn't quite work for us. Um, I mean, so, first yeah. of all, it doesn't work for me that they kill off Kirsty. <laughs> No, so I mean, um, obviously, uh, she said she just wanted to do a cameo, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, she um, knew that, but w- the audience don't know that watching it. That's the kind of weird uh, disconnect, it was, isn't it, between the business and if it was the Ash- Ashley Lawrence as Kirsty, then yeah. you'd think it might be. But if she's the second in the credits, you think she's going to be quite a lot. Well, that's just because she's more important than the other people in the film. And for those who don't know or have forgotten our original. One, it wasn't supposed to be Kirsty Cotton originally. It was just a character called Kirsty, and apparently Doug Bradley phoned her up and said, "Hey, there's a character called Kirsty in this film. You should do it." <laughs> <laughs> and she spoke to the director, and then they rewrote it to add her being Kirsty Cotton. Well, I think she said they were going to rewrite. <laughs> I mean, I think they literally just wrote Kirsty Cotton because <laughs> she said well, they, they were going to re- the they were going to rewrite some of it, the stuff that got cut. Yeah, uh, but they couldn't. Because as she says herself, Kirsty would not act in the way that this Kirsty no way acts. Oh, and she's dead, and we're four minutes <coughs> forty-five seconds in, and she's dead. She's dead. That's it. Switch off. Oh, it's nice to see you again. Oh, nice to see her as well. Hello there. So this um, chap playing uh, Trevor. Trevor is just literally like in this world. He is like the sex magnet, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, everyone, everyone either wants to or is having sex with him. Amazing. And he's not awesome. an unattractive man. But he he's... isn't, he isn't. I mean, I, I did sort of in, uh, imply that in our review of it, but I didn't mean to. Um, <laughs> but I wouldn't say he was the kind of guy that... No. I mean, he's, he's, no he's no Brad Pitt, is he? You he's know? no Frank Cotton. He's no Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> He's going a bit crazy. <coughs> so he's had a bit of an injection going off to sleep. But she seems a bit concerned by him. She suddenly went concerned. Wait a minute. And now we're into our low budget Chenard scene. Oh yeah, I like that. Anything like this, any kind of weird surgical stuff, I'm in. So this must be, I mean they must know that it's very similar to Hellraiser 2. They know what they're doing here. Uh, yeah, it's nice clearly been um, bone. That's nice. Good effect. Well, this is all Gary Tunnicliffe, isn't it? Who is a master of practical effects. Indeed. And all these later films, these films around the two thousands, all the practical effects are still amazing. And everyone again, you get some really dodgy CGI, usually. Yeah. Oh, nice brain. So this is interesting. The whole triggering memories thing <laughs> the first of many pins in head references yeah in this pins film. into your brain so it's a bit it's odd surgery this but skipping straight into spoiler territory none of this is real probably is it <laughs> uh, no is it? I mean you're not really supposed to know it could be this could it doesn't be, really say you know, but it's not is it really we, we don't know when that happened 
I mean, he's dead. <laughs> so. Yeah, he died, didn't he, at the beginning of the movie? Yeah. So should we just turn it off then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he is dead, and all of everything that's going to happen from now on is in his hell. That's just happening while he's lying there dead. As a dream, or his mind trapped inside his body. Mm. Who knows? So is, there, is this is this not supposed to be, um, you know, like Pinhead making all this happen to torment him? Um, yeah, maybe, and maybe as we we mentioned in our previous podcast about it, that the other people that were killed, their bodies were left in the real world, and their souls went to hell. Mm. So maybe what's happening to him happened to all of them as well. They were tortured in their minds to believe that other things were happening. Right, Weird, yeah. Horrific, nightmarish things were happening to them as well. Yeah. Possibly. Never, I mean, it's never quite known. funny, isn't it? Because, I mean, as we've said before, you know, the hell, the, um, the Cenobites are uh, all about the flesh. Yeah. So you sort of and they give give Pinhead some souls, and he's sort of like, well, "What am I supposed to do with this?" Well, can I have the bodies as well? <laughs> well can I do... No, you can just play around with their minds. I can't really. I can't, I can't stab someone's mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can. You just saw someone do it just now in the mm. previous scene. <laughs> oh, actually, yeah. Oh, here's the uh, good cop. Good cop. <laughs> I like him, the actor, the cop. He's really good. I think he's a good cop. He's a good cop. <laughs> Lovely moustache. Um, but yeah, I've made it known before. I, I I have very little patience with films that are sort of think they're trying to be complicated uh, and they're just actually quite boring. Yeah. Uh, so we keep having these scenes where he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, it's supposed to be confusing. Watching someone else be confused about something is really tedious, I think. <laughs> <laughs> So how else could you do it then, if the film is supposed to be a confusing puzzle? If the film's supposed to be confusing, I think... You'd want the character to know what's going on. I would want it to be... Well, no, the character doesn't need to know what's going on, but I think you need less scenes of the character sort of going, "Ah, what's going on? What's happening? Mm. Um, And you need the confusion to be more interesting. In a film like this, if if the character (coughs) realised what was going on to him, like sometimes you realise you're in a dream, and you then think, all right, Let's just go with it and see what happens. Yeah. So the character just started going with it and just seeing. Yeah. Oh, right, where am I now? A bit like, bit like Quantum Leap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you need sort Ooh, of... Quantum Leap episode set in the Hellraiser universe. Oh, yeah. Right. That's our next fan project. <laughs> <laughs> you need um, the confusion to be different rather than like... As soon as he walks into a room and someone kind of looks at him a bit funny, I'm like, okay, well, this is not real. So therefore, nothing matters. Here's the weird lady on train. Yeah, so on we the see bus, the sorry. on the and um, the camera lingers on people on and man on the bus. Bald man on bus. Oh, oh, I wouldn't mess with him. Would you say that? We keep getting headaches. He's just a bit. However, he could just go and sit somewhere else. Oh, you wouldn't dear. really mess with that guy, though, would you? I mean, you, I don't think anyone would. Trevor is not a normal man. That's true. He is three. hardcore. Main. Try and make it as generic as possible. Main. Oh, it's Main Street. 
the music could have been more offensive coming from that guy's <coughs> ghetto blaster, don't you think? Sort of well, since this film music. was made, we've created much more offensive types of music. <laughs> so That's true. It could have been more ear-piercing. I've got to say, this is, uh, it's well shot as well. That's, yes, that's yeah. a nice scare moment. I do like the way this film looks. I'm not so much of a fan of this one um, because I think it looks a bit like a sort of drab television programme. <clears throat> it doesn't look, for me, it looks nothing like a TV programme as Bloodline does. Oh, yes. Well. My grammar was terrible in that sentence, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you might be able to tell, listeners, that uh, we are... We're very tired again. <laughs> tired as usual. It's fine, it's good. We're just drinking booze and we're going to have a nice time. This is like proper access to our stupid, yeah. tired brains. A little insight into the personal lives of the Hellraiser podcast. I had a baby fairly recently, so I've had no sleep for four did. months. And I've been sitting at home worrying about Peter's baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless him so, at the moment. However, I, I mean, to be fair, I would be very upset if... Um, the lovely Ashley Lawrence oh, flashback so at this point you think oh it's my okay girlfriend. we'll get some flashbacks and she was gone yeah I mean it's sad enough for us as an audience member when she goes from the film <laughs> it is it is some naughty scenes there yeah I think he's uh, done well with this part to be honest <laughs> yeah good part for an actor to play we're not going to spend the whole film perving over Ashley Lawrence, of course. No, we did no. that already. We've done some that. of the other films. <laughs> we kind of half did that when we met her, which was probably a bit weird. We for did, her. <laughs> we did. It would be, it would, I guess, from her perspective, it must have been like watching two small puppies, yeah, run up to you and then Definitely. fall over and roll around, start humping your leg, and go. <laughs> she was lovely, though. I mean, not just you know, I don't mean lovely looking, but she was really nice and sweet. She, was such and she had a lots lovely of time person. for us. And yeah. No. Absolutely. Have another interview there again at some point. I hope so. If she doesn't listen to these and think these guys <laughs> keep going on about me. Here we go. The obligatory friend with humorous lines. Humorous line often, friend. Often played by a comedy character actor. Mm-hmm. This guy's got a comedy character actor's face. It's always, always, you have to have this guy, don't you? Mm. You do, you have to. Why do you have to? You don't don't really, question it. If they're not really funny, they don't bring anything to the film. They're just an irritation. You need an irritation. Here we go. There's cameras. <laughs> you really wouldn't be able to do much work with that going on. I would feel um, a little stressed in my cubicle. Oh, headache. Someone sticking another needle into his brain. <clears throat> Have we seen this gentleman in anything else? I haven't, since. personally. Oh, what's that attached to his All name? All problems solved. You mean the guy playing Trevor? Trevor. I haven't. Dean Winters, his name is. Dean Winters. However, I have IMDb up on my phone, so I'll have a quick look. He's in the series Oz, apparently HBO's Oz. Oh. I have not seen. Okay. Sorry. I haven't seen that either. That's what he's best known for, apparently. That's doing quite well, I think, that series. Mm. So I've heard very good things about it. Good on you, Dean. What well on, Dean. Oh, now he's remembering where he... Or has he gone there? Again, it's all so very he's gone. Confusing. He's gone to the warehouse. 
Is it? Oh, he's in 30 Rock as well. Oh, he's doing great. Oh, he's fine. <laughs> he's fine. I thought he was dead. No, he's not. I'm sure he still looks back on kissing Ashley Lawrence as one of the highlights of, of his career. Nine episodes of Terminator the Sarah Chronicle. The oh. Sarah Connor Chronicles. Chronicle. <laughs> Chronicle. This is going to be the. This is the clearly the best. <laughs> I'm going to look at that podcast down. we've ever done. <clears throat> so is this the sort of subdued lighting and colors, washed out colors you don't like? Um, I like. I usually like this, but not there's not much. Whole. There's not much richness to it. Mm. Like this here. I was watching Seven yesterday on Blu-ray. Oh my and god, that's that such was a like film. the richest mm. of colours. You know, beautiful, and couldn't be more subdued. <clears throat> yeah. So I like that, but in this film, it just doesn't. The colours just don't look uh, to. Because there are other there's work. films like um, the Saw films, which I quite like. Where they everything's got a kind of a greeny tinge to them, mm. and they've taken out a lot of the reds and the and the blues. Mm. But if you just sort of dull everything, <laughs> okay, this is this is looking a bit more like a made-for-TV thing. Oh, oh, that's nice. Oh, so here we go. That's an, another nice little scare. Jump scares. Yeah. Nice expeditionary dialogue. Uh, just told us he's the boss, just with that little line. Yeah. That's nice. I'm trying to run the business here. Oh. She's um, forcefully... What's going on here? He did put his hand... He did sort of put his hand <laughs> up then to let her grab it. <laughs> that was quite funny. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's a bit weird. His wife just died. Oh. Naughty lady. What's she doing? Can't do that in a staff room. In front of the crisps. <laughs> oh, hello. Good grief. So You're not the most quite unpleasant a few... of roles for an actor to play. No. Why? Oh, he's going for it though, isn't he? He's not saying no. Oh my goodness, yes. Well, well he is now. As if she do that in the staff room. She's the boss. Maybe she locked the door when she, she came in. Do, she could do what she likes. If you were, if you had a break from your cubicle, and you went in there to get some crisps, and you just saw the boss jumping on, jumping the bones of some other cubicle guy against the vending machine. Would you say, "Hey, boss, Excuse don't me, do I'll that"? Excuse me, i some hula hoops. <laughs> yeah, would, I mean, you wouldn't I'd say be anything, like, would "I need a Twix, two <laughs> fingers, please." Oh, aye, aye. <laughs> it's straight yourself up, Trevor. Uh, so, um, yeah, we're kind of veering all over the place with our chat here, just because well, it's because mainly him just going yeah. from room to room, not knowing what's going, not on. knowing what's happening. <clears throat> of course, there's no, there's nothing Hellraiser at the moment at all. There's no Pinhead or the Box or anything so far. No, apart from the opening credits. I mean, there's a lot of weird, nightmarish things going on. So if you watch this and you don't know anything about Hellraiser... Well, so far you wouldn't... Yeah, you wouldn't have a clue what's going on. Well, but... Uh... And we've said before, and we'll say again, how this one's quite similar similar to Inferno. It's but very Inferno, similar. He very. finds the box, plays with the box, and then it all goes weird. Mm. 
<clears throat> oh, she's missing. I kind of feel like this was the film they made as a warm-up film for the next one. <laughs> they kind of <laughs> made this one just to get into this swing of making a film. Yeah. And it didn't really mm. make sense. But well, of they were course, like, this, this one came out in 2002, or 2002, as some people say. And the next two both came out in 2005. What? <laughs> you go around saying 2002. Say Listen, people say that. <laughs> I've heard people say that. Brilliant. I've never said that. <laughs> He's still being questioned by the police. The good good policeman. Hmm. There's a slight unease, though, about him. He doesn't really believe him. He's um he's being very nice though, nice questioning. Hey, look, I'm just a guy trying to do a job. He's good, isn't he, this guy? He is good. Yeah. You're all right, he is a good cop. Thank you. <laughs> um okay. I so we're doing doing that thing again where we're watching we just watch it. We're watching yeah. it. Well because we we like these films. Even the ones that we sort of rag on, we do that's why we do the podcast, because we love them. Exactly. Oh, there was a little flick there of him touching her and her not enjoying it. Oh, she looks she looks angry. Hang on a minute. We know that his memory's unreliable. Surely he didn't he didn't murder her, did he? Hmm. Therein lies the problem. And she's missing. Yeah, it's alright. It's it, the production values are quite good. I mean, it is. Well, I mean, it is a it movie, look, you know. It's yeah, it's it's it not. It does look a, a little low budget in places, but it's fine. It's certainly not a um, ridiculously cheap sort of indie film. No, and Rick Boter obviously learned a lot from this one, and then made the next two over in Romania, um, which which happens to add a lot of production value to Deader, but it doesn't seem to add a single thing to Hell World. God no. Adds to the bleakness of Hellworld. I'm looking forward to our Hellworld commentary. Oh, me too. I'll be, think, I'll be awake think, for that one. We think it's a lot more fun than a lot of people think. <laughs> we seem to be the only people who We're get not, any enjoyment out of that. Listen, everyone, we don't think it's a good film, but <laughs> it's fun. It's it's so silly and it's so stupid that it's quite enjoyable. It's a nice dog. Oh, faceless killer. Hang on. Faithless That's man. Inferno, isn't it? It's literally like <laughs> is this the like the off cuts from the film before? Yeah. Um I mean faceless people are always good fun in horror films. Yes, they are. Certainly. Hmm. But where are the Cenobites? Where's where, the box? Where the Where's Cenobites? Pinhead? And that's oh. not a you know in some respects, not having the Cenobites in it for this long is a brave choice. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't care. I wouldn't care if they, we hadn't seen the box or the Cenobites up until now. Because if if the story was really grabbing me. Yeah. But I'm too frustrated by what's going on at the moment. It's too confusing in a sort of not satisfying way. Hmm. What's happening now? Oh. Is it some kind of voodoo? The guy across the street doing it? I mean, there's a couple of um, 
Cronenberg movies that are very confusing and kind of odd and sort of, mm. you know, but you, you never feel frustrated when you're watching them. No, because they're so well done and they're interesting. I'm not saying this one isn't, but... No, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to criticise it too much, but... Uh... It's almost sort of when you make all the sort of component parts of this movie are pretty good, but when you put it all together, it's kind of a bit frustrating. Yeah, that's um, that's not so good. <laughs> oh wait a minute! Not all of the component parts. But no, are as that soon good. as it's on the floor and it's real, fine, good. Doesn't matter anymore. Wriggling eel. And then he's always oh, gone somewhere else. I love the sort of sound effects that we attribute to animals like eels mm-hmm. yeah because obviously they're not going to make a noise <laughs> but oh maybe like a if anything <laughs> but like we think that they're going <laughs> <laughs> and that just seems right in a movie for an eel yeah. to, to make that Why noise not? oh hello um good grief so he's yeah. just the he's a, just... Uh, lady magnet. And the ladies are lovely. Um, so do you think that the actor playing the part of Trevor should have been more of a handsome man? Is that what you're saying? I don't know. Um, I don't really know. Um, I don't think he's an unattractive man. But I think at this point, because I didn't really know what was going on, I thought, this is unusual because women are literally throwing themselves mm. at him mm-hmm. at, at every turn. Yeah. And he seems to, to just look like a kind of standard, a sort guy. of good-looking, reasonable yeah. guy. Um, so, But then there are a lot of guys that are, you know, average, averagely good-looking that like myself. are attractive once you meet them. Sure, sure. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, no, I I just think it. I guess I think it's because um, women don't tend to sort of go really like rubbing themselves up and down the wall unless what, it is for you? someone. No. <laughs> no, unless it's someone that you can go. Oh yeah, yeah. That is that's kind of guy. I'd that's rub, someone rub up the wall for. Yeah. Hey, you know we can oh, debate the nature VHS of uh, tapes. attractiveness all night. Any kids watching the VHS was a medium. In which you could watch things before DVDs. It was watching things through a medium. Yeah. In the fairground. Keep talking. I'm going to get some more booze. Oh, good. Because you made me put it in the fridge. I did. Anyone out there who, you know, doesn't like cold booze, come on. We all like it, don't we? Cold. Yeah. I can just say whatever I like now because Peter's gone. Uh, Peter. Oh, Oh, he's back. And I'm back. So, anyway, he's a good guy. Yeah. Hmm. Got all these videos of Kirsty. I'd have videos of Kirsty. All right, that's enough. <laughs> in the bedroom. I would. No, I mean they are. <laughs> oh right, sure. Which means I mean he's a bit of a naughty guy as well, wanting to film. Of course, he's things. a naughty guy. He's he's shown he's a naughty guy they already. Are. Thank you. Um, it's one nice of those rambunctious evenings, isn't it, where we're getting a bit lewd for no reason. Yeah, sorry about that, everyone. What's this? Okay, so he gives her the box. We've discussed previously why why we thought he gave her the box. But now it's back to the, before she opened it. Yeah. 
So no mention there as to why at the moment. Oh, knock on the door, no one there. Classic. No, you don't you wouldn't go out, would you? I mean, obviously uh, it's a horror film and they're doing it for that reason, but it, that's why people laugh at things like this. If you're if there's a knock on your door and you open it, there's no one there. You think I either have, I'm hearing things or there's a fucking lunatic around. I I <laughs> I occasionally have caught myself doing something that people say they would never do in a horror film. I have, like I've heard but, something in the basement. No, I have house, because you gone, don't you don't expect there to oh, be a, a and I've gone down into the dark murder. basement. No, I've done. Yeah, the but same. that's you know that's you're going what... out into your hallway when you're not expecting anything. You're safe in your in your flat in your apartment. <laughs> yeah. Why go out? If I heard a knock on my door, there was no one there. I'd just close it, lock it, come back into the lounge, put Hellraiser back on. Okay. <laughs> you said you'd wander up and down the corridors. I might have a look room. outside just to see. I'd have a look outside if there's and if there's no one there. I probably wouldn't go wandering around looking no. for the person. That's anyway, you're right. Let's get back to this sexy times on the screen. Good, good grief. Oh, so she's crunch. A bit of a, she had she's a, a crunch. A bit of a... <laughs> What's that like, got in there? That, I think that was her shoe <laughs> leather. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a big bag of nuts, <laughs> macadamias in the pistachio oh, again action. Again with the video camera. That's a nice camera, that. Look at that, though. That's a classic camera. He's not really into that, is he? <laughs> <laughs> That's quite funny. Funny that it took him that long until she was riding him before he went, do you know what? Not really feeling this. He doesn't really know what's going on, and neither do I. Mm-hmm. This lady has, um, has a very nice physique, I must say. <laughs> Is that what we're going to talk about in this? Well, I just thought I'd give her her due, there'll you be, know. There'll be more of that sort of talk in our hell world. Oh, man, our <laughs> hell world. Hang on a minute. What the frig? So, this is quite cool, isn't it? This yeah. is a, a very cheap, uh, simple effect. Um, no, I just, yeah, that's weird. He or D didn't do that. <gasps> Wait a moment, it's a live. But feed. that's great. Yeah, isn't it? That's that's very cool. Yeah. And like you said, really cheap. Yeah. Trick. But, cheap uh, trick. He's looking at. They're looking at the camera. Oh, I don't. I don't. Looking don't, at him. Not a fan. Looking at them. Looking at him. What the hell? Not a fan of people winking at cameras whilst well, they're supposed to be. Oh, he can zoom in, look. Giving it all that. You mean in real life? Yeah. You don't do that. <laughs> no, I don't do that. I never look at the camera whilst making my sex now? tapes. Um, oh, you should. Give yourself a little uh, thumbs up. Uh, <laughs> now what we've got here. Oh, there's Cenobites. Wow. I didn't quite see them properly. Let's have another proper look. No, you can't like, really see them. Listen, now let's see them. Like in the first film, it was really good when we saw them. And now he's back. Oh. See this, that, that is the exact moment where I get annoyed. Because I'm like, okay, I was just starting to get invested in something there, and yeah. now it's a dream. And now it's a dream, and now it's a dream, and now it's and a dream. A, yeah, oh, yeah, for no, God, absolutely. you know. 
So you kind of end up not being invested in the movie because mm. you're just like, well, it's nothing's real. I don't care. No, I agree with you. I, I, it turns me off. I don't really enjoy it as much. And I find it frustrating as well. Because every time something exciting happens again, you, in the back of your mind you're thinking it's going to cut <coughs> him back in his cubicle in a moment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> that was a lovely little scene. So we had the surgeon. Yes. And we had Bound. Bound. Surgeon and Bound. Um... That's pretty much what we see of the surgeon, isn't it, I think? <laughs> Yeah, Shame. I mean, we, I mean, in our review, we're sort of saying, why have you, if you make these Cenobites that look great, why don't you show them in the movie? Yeah, those, in that scene, they were only shown on a really bad quality VHS. Which actually, I think, made them look a bit crapper than they actually look. Yeah, maybe. Um, but that's a point that um, one of our chums out in Hellraiser Land made, I believe it was uh, Mr. Scarecrow. Yeah. Um on the, uh, the Hellbound, Hellbound web. web forum, uh, pointed out that um, lighting these kind of characters and um, mm. you know making sure they look wet enough and yeah, right enough, he has you know, made he's been involved in fan movies. Yeah, where they've used them. That takes a long time. It is tricky. It, it takes time and money. And, uh, but I I would argue that creating the creature and and putting it out there and all that is the biggest use you know use of time and money. <laughs> And um, I agree. I agree. If you've done that, then lighting it and making it look right is probably necessary. Also, to the bloody studios, if you're going to make a Hellraiser film, give them some fucking money for the monsters. Look at the first film. Such Brightly folly. Lit. Brightly lit hospital scenes. Amazing because of the makeup. <clears throat> Who's this? This uh, man. What looks... Doug Bradley. Looks familiar to me. <laughs> it's only Doug Bradley. No, it isn't. He's got hair and a beard. It's not Doug Bradley. The magic of movies. What? <laughs> so this is cool, seeing Doug Bradley... Uh, yeah, it's nice seeing him. Doing, doing something different here. Le Marchand, you mentioned. Oh, that's now cool. that's good. Yeah. I really like that. That's really good. It's a great effect. And that was clearly CGI, but it didn't look it. So that was No, it didn't very... look CGI actually. No. It looked it was really um But maybe that's the impressive. the subdued tones and hues that they're using. Well certainly the, the lighting of where you put CGI mm. is uh, pretty important. Yeah. He's got pins in his so back. He is so. here having his massage thing. More lots of I need to get a massage soon. Okay, I'll do it when we finish this. Thanks, thanks. Oh, look. That's nice. Hello. What's happening here? Jars and things and ice moving. Ooh. Oh, pinheads coming it's out pinhead. of a poster. That's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, that is that is fun. Um, What's he doing now? He pulls one of his, one of his own pins out. Yeah, they're not as long as Hellraiser 3, are they? No, they haven't got bits of, like, worm brain yeah. around them. It's got longer now, though. Oh, CG. Yeah, where are the worms? He doesn't know what's going on, though. So if this is all in his in his head, how does he know what's behind him? <laughs> if it was just him oh. in his head, oh, that's quite a good fun. 
Again, practical effects. But those big rounded ends, those nails. So he looks different here, doesn't Again. he, Pinhead? Yeah. Doesn't look the same. <clears throat> no. Doesn't look bad. No, not at all. But uh, the design has kind of changed and refined those, over a few yeah, different the, the films. Well, not necessarily refined. Is much more stylized than the original rusty nail look, which I would argue is more horrific. Looking like he's just had actual nails nailed into his head is more horrific than these. Do you, and do you think things. that that do you think that that actually was influenced by the fact that they were like, well, we didn't call him Nailhead. We should, <laughs> I've no should idea. We call, I should know. we make maybe. them more like pins? Maybe, maybe. I mean, back, going back to the Hellbound Heart novella, it's it's jewelled pins, isn't it? Yes. Maybe they went back to the original so source material. They, yeah, yeah. I think the nails is a better look. Well, it's more, it's gritty and real and mm. real world. And you can, you know, imagine it happening to you. Mm. Bad cop. Bad cop. Nice inheritance. Aye, aye. I mean, they were quite well off, I think, the cottons. Mm, nice inheritance. <laughs> Here we go. So, I don't. That doesn't quite ring true for me. Her father would have had financial holdings, but Frank wouldn't have done. He was always skint because he'd spent all his money and trying to. Scam money out of But then I got I got the feeling that Frank was one of those kind of rich kids who was travelling around the world. Well I suppose how would he get the money to travel around the world? Yeah, so I think he he kind of had the money but maybe couldn't access it at all times and he he was obviously part of the family money. Yeah, and the mum had died obviously because (laughs) that's what happened to the first film. So maybe he had access to some funds but couldn't always get it. Yeah. Yeah, so I've, I've, I've actually met people that I think are like mm. Frank in that way. You know? Yeah, I have as well. Travelling around with all this cash and doing what they like. Parents are loaded and they don't really have to work hard. Mm. And, they, sort um, of, they sort of play at working. Yeah, <laughs> and then they they open up a box and get skinned alive and yeah. go to hell. A lot of friends. Always happens. Like that. I like Skinless Joe that you know. <laughs> he yeah. is. He's a good guy. He's like that. He is a good guy. Can't have him over though. The mess. No, he he's terrible. You have to put some like uh, carrier bags on there. You've got white walls and white sofa. I have you? just an in- entirely white house. Hello. More boobs for no reason. He's like oh, hi. You wouldn't. She's like, oh, she's <laughs> the only I'm woman. The only Hello. woman in the movie who looks at him with disdain. I know. <laughs> and she draws a, across a line that you can still see through. Yeah. Oh, hello. The neighbour is here. Um, apologies for those of you who are listening to this commentary without the film, as some of our listeners have told us they do. Yeah. Uh, because sometimes we don't describe what's happening. We just kind of go, oh, uh, aye, aye. <laughs> okay, well, well, let's stop doing that then. We said boobs. <laughs> we're, we're looking there at boobs. There's a person across the Now there's the a way. sexy neighbour. Well, now she's taking her pants off. Or at least her, using the American. That's their shorts, aren't they? Shorts. Ignore me. Yeah. I've got distracted. <laughs> there's a lot of I don't want to say nudity. It's not quite nudity, but there's a lot of scantily clad yeah, states of undress in this film. 
Well, now she's like ripping her. What's the point of that? You can't wear that again. Got to get a new one. She wants to be tied up. Oh, I see. So, what would you do in this situation, Phil? Uh, I would just um... see at this point. This is where it's interesting. If the if the character went, she's nice. Do you know what? Yeah, let's just do it. Go for it. Because I'm I'm going to wake up in my cubicle in a minute. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> let's have some fun. Exactly. And it looks like that's what he has. And that's decided. what he's going for. She got so he didn't. He didn't on. want the boss. Well, Although, this girl's a bit nicer than the boss. <laughs> I mean, yes, sure, she's uh, a bit more, but uh, the boss was was not to be sneezed at. <laughs> oh, oh dear! New Cenobite. Now, to be fair, Phil, that looked a little bit like a mask. I've got to say, that head. didn't look that good, <laughs> oh, did it? No. That didn't After look that, that good. said about they should show them more. Ah. That was Stitch, that one there. They didn't look um, rubbish, but it it didn't look brilliant either. No, I mean, it didn't look like Chatterer, did it? No. And that's interesting to, to discuss and think about because, um, as we know, Gary Tunnicliffe is great at doing... Yeah. Uh, these kind of but effects. But he can only do so much with the budget he's given. He's yeah. brilliant at blood and, you know, the kind of stabbing wounds and all that sort of thing. He's great at that and, and skinless people and flesh coming off. Hello. But there's only so much you can do with creating a whole, you know, costume and makeup for a whole person. It's not mm. just splattering some blood. And making a wound. If you're making a whole Cenobite, that's going to cost money. I think you have I, to spend I, the bloody money on it. That's, this is what people come to see these films for. I'm trying to figure out what is different about Pinhead's costume. It seems to me <clears throat> that the neck and shoulders look different. Yeah? Like, they looked a little less restrictive in the first movie. Even though I presume right. they're identical. So I don't know whether it's because mm, yeah, Doug maybe. Bradley has changed over the years... Slightly. Well, it's not the same costume, is it? I mean, it's obviously not the same costume, no, but I mean, I, I know that they're doing it to the same specifications. Yeah. Um, but the, the neck and shoulders have, just look slightly different on him. They might have re, redone it slightly. It looks a bit more kind of Redesigned bulky it. and um, okay. big. I didn't, I didn't notice that, but I'll have another look when I see him again. Cause you don't I might be, really that might be my booze eyes talking. Oh, he's gone to see the lady. Oh, there she is. She's not dead. Hooray. So. Hang on. She doesn't seem that... She doesn't know him that well. So, again, the whole thing that just happened... (laughs) Yeah. Didn't really happen. Didn't really happen. Now is she? Is a she, is old she boyfriend. Maybe she is having an affair with him. And now is pretending she's not. Yeah, because he's there. Yeah, yeah, big mistake, buddy boy. <laughs> if I think in real life, if someone was that angry with you, and then you gave her your the girlfriend that look that Trevor did yeah. <laughs> before he left. I, personally, I wouldn't have said 
speak to you later. Yeah. <laughs> says, I'll said, speak to you later. And then he really looks sorry, at you man. like, all right, Wonderful. we're going to have Walk sex away. later. <laughs> yeah. But as we said, you know, he's a rogue. He's a rebel. Is he? Well, he isn't, no. But he seems to act <laughs> like he is at some point. He thinks he is. Every now and again. <laughs> I guess that's another thing about Trevor that's kind of interesting mm. is that um, uh, he's not a stereotyped character, but that actually works against him in this yeah. movie because he's not a typical hard man or no. romantic lead or, you know, uh, rebel guy or whatever. Mm. He's sort of n- not anything. No. But yet he sometimes acts in those different ways where you're sort of like okay and that's not necessarily the look of the actor that's the dialogue you know he just is kind of a bit of um, a bit vague yeah that was a fun moment where he heard the detective talking to someone went in and there was no one else in there yeah I wonder what's well that's going to pay off but again you think well whatever doesn't matter because None of it's real. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get um, in, involved, really, I mean, isn't it? I agree with you. It is hard to get emotionally invested in anything when you know that at any moment they could just flick and imply that it wasn't real. Mm. It's tricky. I mean, it's tricky to. I mean, if that's the film you, you're trying to make, it's tricky to make it interesting, I suppose. I mean, that's, just, that's us saying that. A lot of people do think this is interesting. And people would argue with us. I mean, I've spoken to a few people who really like this film. Yeah, and I, you know, I don't I I don't think that's wrong, you know, fine. I think that some of the people have got more patience for this kind of reality Maybe. unreality stuff. Maybe. He's got some money. But for me, I think it it takes out that emotional investment. Even more money. It's a lot of money as well. That was the 50s. Oh. That's pretty good. Um, doesn't actually look like Doug Bradley, does it at all? No, it's good makeup. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, gone mad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just going insane. It's alright. Don't worry about it. I'll wake up in my cubicle in a moment. I think. Uh, I think that's key. You know, varying the madness. Varying the situations yeah. and varying the character's reaction to yeah. them is important. Sometimes he's got to go with it. Sometimes he's got to go, what What the hell's going on? Obviously, the more that things happen like this, the more he's got to be clued into <clears throat> something strange is happening. Mm-hmm. I need oh. to sort it out. Here we go. Another horrible image for no reason. No reason. Just to make the audience go, ugh. Mm-hmm. Which is... If you've got the time cheap. to film stuff like that, you got the time to film yeah. the Cenobites. You didn't need that. You could have spent the money you spent on him on the stitch maker mm. <laughs> head. Oh. Hello. Gosh. Crikey. Sorry, sorry she's putting us off. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, you would, because she's dead. It's not like she had some fun though making this. She went to Canada to film it <laughs> yeah. for a few days. Well, that's what I said before. I mean, there's this kind of business versus the audience, 
um, these guys are making a movie and they were like, wouldn't it be awesome if Ashley was in it? Yeah, brilliant. We'll get her down here. We'll kind but of rewrite the part. She said, didn't she say it was three days before the film was due to start? Yeah, so yeah. They, so they can't, they couldn't have rewritten it that much. Well, no, I mean, she said that they didn't, I think. Yeah, well, we can see they didn't. But that's because they thought, win-win, we want to work with her and also we can this get her in the movie. In. So that'll make people happy. But then Just they didn't realise... she dies at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> they don't realise that when you're watching the movie, that's kind of really frustrating introduce yeah. that character and then get rid of it yeah or her should I say <coughs> he should have been playing solitaire on that computer yeah or doom <laughs> <laughs> or Jericho Jericho there's a good game game fans check that out Clive Barker's Jericho. I've never played it. I'm not much of a gamer. Oh, it's really good. Should I play it? What, what's it on? What platform is it on? Uh, it's on the older platforms now. Right. Uh, left far behind. It's on the I 360, see. I think, and the PS3. I haven't got either of those. Is it on the PS2? No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're talking about these older platforms? These, these. I I've got a got. PS4 now. I've so got, I've got a, a Mega Drive over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Super Nintendo as well. Got Super well, Star Wars on. They're it. good. That's a good game. Is there Super Jericho? Can I get that anyway? There isn't Super Jericho. <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe we can ask Clyde Barker to make it. We should. <clears throat> He's still doing his good cop routine. Yeah. He's got CDs hanging yeah, in his uh, cubicle. Set design. Hang I'm on. The evil, evil cop. Evil cops there as well. Weird. <laughs> so face. amusing face man oh it's a fun More fun shot water references <coughs> oh he's quit fantastic so he's leaving still water effects oh I mean, yeah. like William Shatner who put him away <laughs> William Shatner grabbing himself some uh... more like William Fatner eh oh eh? got the old uh, Pepsi product placement yeah just be careful of the dead lady's wet hand yeah so it's predominantly grey I think this movie rather than black or yeah you know it, it, it's, a, it's a very um, wishy-washy looking yeah, it is all very washed out, isn't it? Mm. So that's all. Got like about a grey grey wall behind now, it with a grey-ish yeah, notice board with some very grey posters. Yeah, on it. it's not about the washed out colours they've done afterwards. It's about the, <laughs> the set. Design I think they've kind of actually chosen to do that, but I think it yeah it just makes it look a bit oh, too dear. uniform. Is that his hand now? Let me give you a oh, bullseye. Back onto the bus. Back on the bus. This reminds me of uh, Midnight Meat Train. This lighting. <laughs> yeah. It's very uh, kind of not the luminescent. Film. No, not not the movie, but the uh, 
lighting. No, you're right. Yeah. <coughs> Again, very green. There's a, mm. there's not much red going on. So he's um. Oh. More creepy people on the bus. Yeah, all staring at him. So the first time you watch it, you just think they're a bit weird. These odd people, and it's a bit cheap and cheesy. But mm. now they're sort of like in. If it's in hell, they're just, you know, maybe they're demons watching. Yeah. To see what happens, see what he does. Oh, we're back now to we're Sage. Back at the acupuncturist. More pins being stuck into people. We've stopped watching again. Oh, you sorry. You must talk. Hello, everyone. <laughs> um, She's nice as well. They're all nice. They're all nice. I, I was just wondering, actually, I was just sitting there thinking what what Clive Barker would make of um, this. Yeah, I don't know <coughs> if I've read much about his reaction to this film. I don't think he's even seen it, to be honest. Oh, I think he would have done. You think so? Yeah. I'm sure he said that he hasn't seen all of them. Oh, hello. It's a good grief. Well, I doubt he won't have seen the last one. <laughs> but, I mean, I think he's uh, obviously someone who excels at writing complicated, interesting plots yeah. and things that weave in and out and dream sequences and stuff mm -hmm. like that, but keeping it fresh. More Rudy's, though. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot going on in this film. There's a lot of sex in this film, isn't there? I don't quite remember there being this much. <laughs> well, there's no sex so far. No, there's, there's just sexual um, activity. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I wouldn't say no to any of this stuff he's involved in. Oh, no, no. I'd say, you wouldn't say, no, it's sex or nothing. Yeah. It's all. You see her topless. Goodness. <laughs> Oh, what's she doing now? Uh-oh, basic instinct. Oh, basic instinct. In the nose, through his nose. Uh-oh. So what's happening now? Did he get stabbed? Doesn't look like he got stabbed. Um, interesting. Again, it didn't uh, really happen. It didn't happen. Boring. <laughs> <laughs> but what about Sage? Wait a minute. I was the... Uh. But... Uh, oh, squeaky wheels. A couple of fun shots. And he just fainted. Here and there. But they're rushing him around. He's alright. Is it... Hang on a moment. This is like, looks at a nurse and the nurse is like, nope, from memory. I know. I everyone, know all the that there's nobody called Alison in this ho entire hospital. Again. Not more unconscious times. He's not having it there this time. Oi, Trevor. 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 She's cross. You really should get those stitches there. Oh. Oh, I like the surgeon. 
who we saw for a split second. That's oh. quite funny. I quite like that. Yeah, that is good. That should have been someone famous, though, playing that as a camera. That would have been nice. <laughs> who, who would you have had? I would have had Clive Barker do it. <laughs> With a cigar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been good. I feel good. like it should have been someone like Wes Craven or something like that. <laughs> Freddy Krueger. It should have been Freddy Krueger in full makeup. <laughs> oh All of his memories hitting him at once. Hitting him at once. I feel like hitting him. <laughs> because this is dragging me down, Trevor. Come on, Trev. Get a grip. He's got more than one puff left on that. Yeah. So, that's interesting as well. Yeah. Talking to himself. Oh, so it's kind of like the... He's gone mad, Tesco Value Fight Club. Yeah. He's gone mad. He's talking to no one. There's no one there. Back on the bus. <laughs> Back on the Midnight Meat Bus. The Midnight Meat Bus. Oh no, hang on. What's this memory? Midnight Main Bus. Oh, so everyone's weird on the bus. I do feel like that sometimes when I get on the bus. (laughs) Especially in London. There's a lot of weird people on there. Oh. Shall I get the next booze? Yeah, go on. I'll hold the fort here. <laughs> Mind that lead. <laughs> so he's gone back to this place. More subdued lighting. Shop dummies, that's always interesting. Nicely lit, nice lighting. Because we're not really sure what's happening. Or who he's looking for, who he's going to find. Because the guy doesn't seem to be there. Thank you, Phil. This weird character who's oh. kind of a bit like the derelict in Hellraiser. Yeah, Doug Bradley. Oh, hello. Right. That didn't sound like the guy that's holding the box. I'm not sure that. that sounds uh, like our favourite by Oh, look, he's reflecting. Hello. That's nice. Yeah. Still in the dark. Very much so, Pinhead. A lot of reflections in this. Yeah. Pinhead was in the mirror, now he's in the puddle. Um, okay, we're going to have to try really hard now not to just watch this scene. Okay. Yeah. Because um, when Doug Bradley comes on the screen, we yeah. sit and watch because he's damn good. You can't see him very well, though, because of the whole, I'm in a puddle. Yeah, he's in a puddle. That's an interesting uh, way of showing him, though. I like that. Yeah, I like it as well. It's fun. I like the idea. I mean, as we talked about this before, this idea that the Cenobites are behind the baseboards. They're they're on the fringes of the world. I like the idea of uh, being stalked by them and they're they're getting access to the world Mm. through... You know, a puddle 
yeah. or like through a crack in a wall yeah. or something like that, you know. <coughs> it's just his face. Ooh, <laughs> bad headaches. Oh, bad head. Poor man. He needs bad some painkillers. Ah. I wonder how everyone else is enjoying this movie. Really bad headaches. Have you? But it never made me shout "fuck" and "god damn it" because that would make it worse. <laughs> really? <laughs> ah, okay. I don't think I've ever been afflicted with a really bad headache. Oh, really? Oh, they're terrible. I've had proper migraines. Where you have to lie down in a dark room and not say anything, otherwise you're going to be okay. sick. <laughs> a little insight into my world. There you go. Oh, um, there you go. Hey, comedy guy. I did see your baby on the way to the kitchen, by the way. You might want to get her. Oh, she's fine. She's in the drawer. She's in the cutlery drawer. Yeah, she's all right. <laughs> Most things to play with in there. <laughs> she's fine. So, he was going to kill his yeah. wife. How could you ever want to kill Ashley Make it Lawrence? Make like a suicide. I think if I really got cross with her, I would at least just divorce her. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't murder. <laughs> well, you're a nice guy. You wouldn't murder anyone. <laughs> I'd hope. Not like Trevor. No. So this is you've got this this twist. One of many twists, <coughs> of course. Hmm. There's supposed to be a ploy between the two of them. Um, I wasn't didn't, sure about that. I didn't really. Yeah, it, it wasn't that bad, but I didn't really enjoy this twist that he kills himself. Mm, no. No, I don't think so. I think I was a bit it's like weird oh, motivation. Oh, here we go. Really makes sense. <laughs> no, you're not real. <laughs> you're not real. That was a bit odd. I do sympathise um, with actors when they have to do stuff like that. Yeah, when they have... When they have a line which says, no, not Brad, not you, Brad. And then, oh, you're, no, you're, you're, you're not, not real. real, get out of my head. Get out of my head. <laughs> not easy. No. Oh, Sage dear. is dead. No more. What's she... Oh. Ice pick. You better get out of there. Because if that policeman finds you... Oh, that's it. You stay there. What's he going to do in there? So he's... um. Oh, the faceless man. He's coming. He's going to get you. Just like an inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Will you have a big, long, black tongue? That's the question. I hope so. I paid my money. I want my black tongue. Now, all he can do now is grab that weapon, use it in self-defense against the faithless killer. That's all he can do now. You better do it. Pull it out of her head, implicating himself in her murder. What do you mean? This is a faceless killer, isn't it? Or is it? Hang on. Wait. Oh, oh no! That's the good cop, and oh, he's so that's... disappointed. 
<clears throat> Do excuse my coughing. Jonah, just go off. <laughs> no. Oh, that's the most lovely oh. rights reading you've ever had. It's you fair enough. Right He's probably worried. He's about to get inside. stabbed in the eye. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Trevor, relax. At this point, he's no longer a good cop. He's a... He thinks he's a murderer. String him along, trying to get him to admit to it. Yeah, but his technique is superb, yeah. isn't it, really? His, no, good, good. his good cop technique... It does work. ...works well. Yeah, but I always think the good cop routines work much better than bad cop routines anyway. I think it depends on the person. Oh. Another sort of disturbing, yeah. weird thing for no reason. Cop beating someone. You think, probably in his head, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. I found a body. I think if you could hold... I guess the, the the point of it is is that if you could keep the audience questioning whether something is real or not, mm-hmm. then you've really got us. Yeah. But I, from very early on, the film made it very clear that it's not real, it's not real, it's not real, it's not real. Yeah, it keeps pulling the rug out and saying, no, that wasn't real, don't worry about it. But this scene might be. And yeah. it says, no, it wasn't. Hello. Mr. Bad Cops here. His little pointy face. Because he's a bad cop. So you think, I mean, oh dear, what's happening now? What are they going to do now? Homicide suspect. Got lots of um, creepy looking extras in this movie. They've gone to creepyfaces.com. Yeah. Tortured, tortured then shot. Oh no! So all these people have been tortured then shot, and he's in the frame. That's like a sort of Steve Buscemi. Yeah, he is a bit. Oh. Whoa. Was that Tawny's boyfriend? Yeah. Uh huh. Wearing a very big pullover, I think. What is going on? Yeah, a lot of weird stuff. Yeah, so at this point you do think, all right, come on, tell me something. I need to know something now. I need to explain something. Yeah, you got to give us a... A bone. Throw us a bone. <laughs> give us a bone. Give mate. us a bone. So that's the guy from yeah. the bus. That's fun. Um... I think, to their credit, the film is it sort of it has a lot, quite a few interesting shots um, to try and sort of make it a bit more, yeah, you know, vibrant. No, I agree. It's a, it's a well shot. It's a well made film. It's just the structure and the story and the script. I think that we have issues with because everyone in it is doing quite a good job, and it's shot well. It just could be a bit more engaging. Hmm. 
That's a bit uh, unfortunate. <laughs> Good cops like, oh, don't worry about yeah, him. He's <laughs> just, just a man in a straitjacket. Now to the morgue. Let's go down the really creepy bit of the building. Look at that scene too. It's all drippy and horrible. This is like uh, Chenard's Hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Has his hand looked at though? Hang on a minute. Oh no! Look, we're going to the morgue. Oh dear. Oh dear. Now, do you like this? What? Bit, the cops, the two cops together. No. I don't really understand why it's necessary. <coughs> what, it's, they, the, what they thought they were achieving. It seems like, I mean, it's, it's sort of an interesting idea, but it's, mm. it's not really fully represented in this film. <coughs> and it sort of is distracting from the main track, I guess. And it seems a really big deal. They're making the point they're making about having two sides of yeah each person. Oh, oh. dear! Now back in two thousand and two, <clears throat> that was probably quite good. Um, but nowadays that's not so good. It's not. Ridiculously the, bad. The, two, the head looks fine, but it's the it's the tentacle in between them that's the dodgy bit. Um, but yeah, it's not brilliant. No. And I don't I don't really understand the relevance. I mean, I know they're saying yeah, everyone's got two parts, and yes, he had this other part of him that murdered people. Or that was nice. We could have done with seeing a bit more of it, though. Yeah. Again, that's a whole setup. Probably took hours to set that up. Yeah. And they showed it really briefly from a distance. Yeah. And now to the morgue. It's not the most modern hospital, is it? It's a terrible door to the morgue because I don't think you could really wheel lots of bodies in through that no. door. <laughs> no. He's been the same outfit for the whole film as well, hasn't he? That shirt and tie combo. That's why he's getting all the ladies. Aha! Uh -huh. His musk <laughs> is coming out. He's one of the musky bastards. <laughs> um, oh, hang on, what's he found? Oh dear. Oh. Not very nice. Dead skin stuff. Yeah. Maggoty weird things. <laughs> Her body's been found in the river. Yeah. That's a big machete. Yeah. That's weird for a morgue. Or is it? I would assume there's my, no machetes uh, though there. I left my morgue attendant days. Oh yeah. Back in the past. Yeah, when you show me the videos of those days. Oh, those days. 
the cameras that used to go zzz, zzz. <laughs> <laughs> oh here we go here's a body is it his wife oh is it Kirsty? poor trevor been framed for these murders chains and now yeah nice chains is it going to be Kirsty? Oh. chain noise things are shaking come on throw us a bone <laughs> give us a clue Everything exploding. Um, not as much exploding as as in Hellraiser two. Oh, that's nice. The, no. the light coming in. Yeah. That we know and love. Right, that was good from Hellraiser one. We'll have that. And who's this? Wait. Big reveal. Mr. Pinhead is here. Hello. It's that guy you saw in the mirror in the puzzle. What's he got to say for himself? Look, the neck looks different to mm. me. Yeah, it's like a big concrete neck. <laughs> but I think it's very similar to what it was originally. Mm. I just think that it's done slightly differently or... Mr. Bradley looks slightly different. Yeah. He's got a bit older, maybe. Hey, don't go knocking Mr. Bradley. I ain't knocking him. No way. But, I mean, they are getting older a bit, aren't they? The guy, All the guys that made the first film. Absolutely. Because the first film was, you know, 26 years ago. It's when you get, you know, when you see... Um, this, oh. you know, Doug Bradley delivering Some the dialogue, trains. and you just think, it, you know, it would be stupid to have someone else do Pinhead now. Yeah. Even if they were like, oh yeah, he's getting on a bit, we should get someone else. Don't. That's nice. There was a couple of shots like the dodgy latex ones in the first film mm -hmm. done well. Yes. So that was nice. Yeah. And all this, again, this is probably all Gary Tunnicliffe stuff. That's brilliant. All the practical stuff. We're watching again. <clears throat> oh. And of course, these chains coming out of the walls we've seen before and we will see again. Yes. In the next film. Now... So here we go. Why is he... <coughs> so let's trusted him with what? The knowledge I think, the box? Yeah, like I said before, I think mm. that she told him what happened to her and he bought her the yeah, box. Yeah, that's interesting, saying to screw I over. trusted you. And now he's got evil face on in the flashbacks. Yeah. And she does it. But I don't think she would do him. that. No, I don't think she... Well, again... Well, no, no, because she knows it's not hands that summon us, it is desire. So she probably thinks, doesn't matter if I do it, they're coming for him. It's his desire. Yeah. However, hello. How'd you, you find me? me? You just opened uh, the box. He opened the box. 
was... see that 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 scene you know it's it's really cool to see them both back on the screen again but like it's so much less threatening you think about the first movie and this yeah. just seems it's very flat in comparison yeah it does it's just two of them with some chains it oh, doesn't have that kind that? of same kind of oh surgeon crackling intensity that the first movie had Wait. <laughs> Here they are. So she makes him a deal. Just like the first film. The problem is, is that you you can go, okay, everything's a dream. The whole thing is there to torment Trevor. Mm. It's all a lie. But the fact that Pinhead says, I used you to get Oops, someone sorry. more interesting... <laughs> Yeah, Kirsty mm-hmm. means that that has to be true. The Kirsty yeah. stuff has to be real. Yeah, it does because Pinhead is saying this is what happened. So that that then that's the problem with the whole movie. I could understand if they were like, no, the whole Kirsty stuff was a dream as well. Mm-hmm. That was all rubbish. You weren't really married to her. Well, that's what Ashley Lawrence thinks. <laughs> yes, that is. But what then Ashley there's was. then there's no story because someone died this stuff is implied that all this stuff is real and yeah. Kirsty got those five souls Finhead. she killed five people yeah so basically she he was this idiot yeah, he was a, a cop who was getting off with all these other women and uh, just being a complete bastard to her he yeah. bought her the box to fuck her over which mm. she opened and then and then she made this deal with Pinhead but even though that all makes sense we don't think the Kirsty Cotton we know and love from the first two films could kill five people no I don't think she would I think she would she, she wouldn't do that. that she's really messed up after what happened to her when she was younger um I think if it was five people who deserve to die, in, yeah. in, how do you define that? Um, well, exactly. You know, but I, I think it was if it was five bad people, <laughs> air mm. quotes, maybe, because she's got the the will to survive and she's got the will to protect people. But I don't think she yeah. would kill five people just because they had an affair or yeah. they were whatever. You know, I don't believe that. And so I think. For us, this film would be better if either it wasn't Ashley Lawrence or if it was Ashley Lawrence playing a different character. <laughs> yeah, because I'm really happy that Ashley Lawrence is in the movie. Yeah, me and too. I don't want her to be. But if she not. wasn't playing Kirsty, yeah, that would have been better. Would have been confusing, of course, for some people. So that's the problem. And he was dead. It was that's him. the problem with the film is that. The Ashley Lawrence stuff, the Kirsty stuff, has to be true. Otherwise, the film makes it does. no Otherwise, sense. Otherwise, there's whatsoever. no film. There's no story. There's nothing happens. And of course, he believes her. Is he a good cop? He's a good cop. Um. So yeah, there's kind of nothing more going on there. If you say that. 
Pinhead created everything, even this that we're seeing now. Yeah. And it, the whole thing is just to torment him. You could say that, but then it just doesn't make any sense. But what would happen? I mean, <coughs> thinking about the story we've just seen, Trevor being tortured in hell. Mm-hmm. What happens to Trevor now in in his hell? Oh, well, he's, he's found out the truth. So what they'll do to him now? I think that it's um like your classic Groundhog Day thing. Oh, he'll go back he, over it again, that it repeats. And again. Yeah, yeah. And again, it's unbelievably well, similar to uh, the well, the yeah. film preceding it. And we've had people argue with us that it isn't similar to Inferno because it's a different idea and this guy's dead and Inferno he was just he'd been sucked into hell via the box but come on it they're is the same similar. they really are and the big problem is that the films come one after the other mm. if this was film 8 then you might forgive it a bit more because they've, they've done some other things in between but it's right after Inferno I mean, well, if I, I was making this film, I would go. I would watch yeah. the film that preceded yeah. it just for, and I'd go, "Oh, shit, we can't do our script, guys, because it's the same. <laughs> it's the same script." But the guys in charge, Dimension, when he said, "No, it's not. It's very different because he's dead and this, that, and the other." So you, you go make it. You go make it. And here's lots of money. <laughs> well, I say lots. Oh, hello. Aye, aye. The old box. Do you want that? Want that? I'm still um, in in talks in preparation to get my box tattoo. Oh right. Up. This is Phil this talking is Phil actually about talking himself. Now. Yeah. Not really to do with the. Uh, no, but you're going to get a tattoo of the of uh, one side of the box. Yeah. yeah. Which side? Uh, with with the, the, uh, the round bit. With the round bit. Yeah. yeah. That's the, the, the preferable side, side isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Come, come on. on. Round around the thumb thing. Yeah. What if you're playing with it one night on on your arm and your arm opens up? <laughs> oh man, it's going to be exciting! So uh, watch this space, listeners. Uh, what the audio podcast space? The audio <laughs> podcast space. Imagine no, that soon we, um, if I will be having that. If Phil has his tattoo that. done, we're going to post it all over Facebook and Twitter and yeah, on we'll our website. On so that's there the end of Hellseeker. It's okay. It's fine. I apologise. We couldn't provide a more insightful commentary. Yeah, we know some stuff about it. It's in <laughs> Canada, we know that. <laughs> Do you think this film would be better if everyone who saw it hadn't just seen Inferno? Um, if you went from no straight to this no. one? No. No? Not really, because I I think that even though I am going, oh, it's the same as Inferno, it's the same as Inferno... I watched it with a very open mind and I, d- yeah. I wasn't comparing it to that. I was just judging it as its own thing. Okay. And it's it's okay. It's fine. Yes, and it's not, it's you know, it's done. not it's not it's not awful. It's, it's not, just not It's not bad. It's not one of my favorites, that's all. It's uh It just I would like to get to the bottom shit. of the situation. <laughs> Why it was made, like how it was made, what how did they get the idea where mm. did it come from? Who wrote? You know, I mean, what the writing well, process we was. We know some of that stuff, don't we? Because I, I mean, yeah, we do. But I just feel that 
there's something missing in this whole thing, like how you can have two films come out back to back that kind of are the same story. Yeah, it's interesting. It is interesting. Yeah, we'll try and get an interview with some of the guys involved in making it. I would love to speak to them about it. Yeah, I really would. It'd be tricky though to speak to um, Rick Bota talking about this and then Deader and then Hell World. Tricky not to say. We love that middle one you did. <laughs> but the other two were a bit... Be, yeah, he probably wouldn't want to talk to us because he'd be like, well, he you've not been They're gonna rip me hugely apart. complimentary. But I'd do you think he listens like... to the podcast, do you? <laughs> yeah, of course. Everyone connected with the Hellraiser movies yeah, listens to I'm our sure podcast. They do. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> we know that. So apparently it was, it was a non-Hellraiser script that Dimension had. And then they thought, let's. This could be Hellraiser. Maybe that's what it was. They read that. They thought, this is a bit like the other. That Hellraiser film we did. Do that as a Hellraiser film. Yeah. Could be. It could have been all of the studios doing it. You know. Yes. Could have been. Who knows? Should we get an interview with the Weinsteins? Maybe they can tell us. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine having an interview with the Weinsteins actually I can't imagine that I don't think <laughs> we would do very well right so we're going to go over to LA we can interview just to get Barker while we're at it yeah he might talk to us if we go to him if we stand outside his house he talk to us for about 10 hours we could talk to him but damn I'd love to meet him <laughs> If we ever get an maybe, interview with Clive Barker, then that's well, super met him. exciting. Yeah, absolutely. You've you've had a, we have we have actually made moves to get an yeah, interview with him. I we? had a chat with someone about interviewing him yeah. for the podcast. Nothing came of it, unfortunately. Um, but, but you never know. Um, he seems to be <clears throat> pretty much. Well, I was going to say confined to his home. That's that's the wrong phrase. It sounds like he's, he's, he's not confined to his home, but he he doesn't do a lot of. He just uh, works all the time, doesn't he? He just works. He does. He, works, he writes and, and he paints. He does a few appearances in America, and we met him in London a couple of years ago, which was yeah. amazing. But he doesn't do much in terms of chatting to people and going out and visiting places. Unfortunately. Mm. Well, we live in hope that we will one we live, day. One day we will. We will speak to Mr. Right. Barker. And Clive, if you're listening, we love you. We want to talk to you. <laughs> we want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, give us a call. Um, and we yeah we still have other uh, many other Hellraiser cast members to speak to definitely yeah we're going to try and crack through all of them <laughs> and speak to them right <laughs> goodness right well that's the end of our Hellraiser Hellseeker commentary hope you enjoyed it it was slightly rambly and booze ridden and tired but there we go <laughs> welcome we're moving up now, though. The uh, the next few movies yeah, will be exciting. You wait. We've got three wonderful commentaries to come. <laughs> the first one, because we really like the film. The second two, because no one does. <laughs> yes. But we're going to argue our, our point of... We don't uh, like the last the movie, is, though. ...is okay. Yeah. And the last one is the... Terrible. Dregs of the whole... The last one franchise. will be... 
Get your bottles of Sambuca now, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. The Sambuca special. It'll be episode 50, I've worked out. <laughs> episode 50. Well, that'll satisfy you. <laughs> Hellraiser Revelation Sambuca podcast. Yeah. So look forward to that one. I can't wait. In the meantime, do check us out online, hellraiserpodcast.com. We're on Facebook and Twitter, at HellraiserCast. Join us. Let's have a chat. And thank you very much for listening. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Peter. It's always a pleasure. It is, isn't it? Isn't it just? Mm. 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 Thank you all very much. We'll speak to you all very soon again. You take care of yourselves now. Bye. Bye. Bye.